Let's put our hands together for the worship team, everybody. Thank you guys so much for leading us today. We appreciate it. It's New Series Sunday, and uh, tomorrow we begin our annual 21 days of fasting and prayer. Uh, we've done this now for, this will be four years, and um, I'm just excited about it. I'm, I'm extremely excited about it. And uh, if, if you're new here, we are a note-taking church. You, you can take notes. You, you don't have to take notes, but we believe that note-takers are history makers. And so um, if, you, if you have your phone or a notepad, go ahead and get that ready. Um, we're so glad that you're joining us online, highlight online, whether you're with us via Facebook or YouTube or the website. We're so glad that you are here. And so I don't want to take a lot of time. I do have a lot of content, so we're going we're gonna to get through this. And um, I want to be responsible with, with, with our time. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's pray real quick, and then we'll, we'll get into the Word of God. Lord, we just thank you, God. We, we thank you, Lord. It, it is a brand new year, and uh, we praise you for that. Uh, we thank you, Lord, that even now you're giving us the grace to move forward no matter what comes our way, we're going we're gonna to face for it because, Lord, we know that you have gone before us as you went before the children of Israel, uh, as you went before Christ, Lord. Uh, God, we're moving for it, Lord. You're moving our lives for it, our families, our church, our purpose for it, Lord. And so we're going we're gonna to lock into that by faith. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 One of my fondest memories of, of my grandmother, I've been talking about her a lot. I'm, I must miss her. You probably heard my grandma over the past three or four messages. But um, and, and this one, this one, this memory popped about a week and a half ago as I, as I was preparing for this message. Um, we we're from Orlando. And so we would go over to Tampa, I would say at least once a year. And it's so funny. I've never talked to you about this before, but grandma used to do this at least once a year. Uh, we would make an occasional visit to the horse race tracks. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And um, I didn't. You know, I, I brought my Power Ranger toys. I wasn't paying attention. You're jumping all over the chairs because no one's there, really. It's really you, you go to bet and you go to win some money. And so um, she, I, I, but I, this term she used to always use, this term uh, trifecta. Trifecta. I gotta, I gotta win the trifecta, son. I gotta win the trifecta, and then there's this other term called superfecta, superfecta. And so, I'm like, what is a trifecta? Oh, whatever. Just keep on playing, doing what I do. And uh, come to find out, a trifecta, if you're taking notes, is uh, is is when a when a bet is correct is correctly placed for the top three finishers in a race. When a bet is correctly placed for the top three finishers in a race. And so you may, you may put in five or ten bucks on a race, but, but if you could correctly, you know, bet or guess horse number one, two, and three, you could go home with a big money bag, hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars for the trifecta. And so... You know, while she was betting and my uncle was was betting, uh, in the in the spirit of this series and in the spirit of the season that we're in, I like to I like to bet this. No, you know I can't bet. I'm a pastor. I'm a Christian. 
I like to I like to believe this. Here it is. I like to believe that if you would engage three areas of your life this year, I like to believe that you're going to overcome every obstacle that comes your way in 2021. If you would if you would lean into or really engage or become passionate about building these three areas of who you are, that no matter what comes your way, you're going to overcome everything in 20 21. And so here are the three areas. Go ahead and write these down. Spirit, soul, body. Spirit, soul, and body. If you would engage and lean into and take care of these three areas of your life. Um, just just doing, doing some reflecting on 2020 personally uh, during a time of prayer and meditation it, it, it kind of sprouted up to me that personally, that, that's what I was doing. That's my wife, definitely. Um, I more so, you know, we both, the spiritual component was there, but at a certain point, we were at the same frequency with the body. I think she left me, you know, got that Peloton bike. She went to, to a new level, and it was, hey, girl, hey, you know what I mean? And I done dropped me 40, 50 pounds. Hey, girl, hey. And I'm like, I'm getting thick, y'all. I need to... So I've been, Pastor Child loves when I do this. <laughs> like, um, I need, I, you know, I'm a little, you know, anyway, I, I want to work on myself. Not saying anything about you or where you are. I want to work on me. And so, but we, we, were, we were working on these areas. And honestly, I, you know, I don't know about anyone else, but for us, 2020 was one of our, if not our best year. Um, and faith, um, it was just a great year, and I think it's because we leaned into these areas. And now, First Thessalonians, the Apostle Paul, he wrote this to the church in Thessalonica. He says it here in chapter 5. He says this, and this is our hanger verse. This is our verse for the series. He says this here. I pray that God, who gives peace, will make you completely holy. Here it is. This is important because I, this is just not my idea. This is the word of God. Here it is. And may your spirit soul, someone finish this, and be kept healthy and faultless until our Lord Jesus Christ returns. So I'm, I'm glad we're not just coming up with these thoughts. Oh, that's three. That sounds cool. Spirit, soul, and body. No, it's, it's the word of God. It, it's God's aspiration. It's his will for your life. And I, I love it how the apostle Paul starts inward, inward. I, I think a great, one of the great issues about humanity is we start outward. I'm going to make more money this year. I'm going to buy more of this this year. I'm going to connect with this person this year. I'm going to get into this circle this year. But the scripture puts more emphasis on the inside. If you would read the teachings of Jesus, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you'd see that the greatest man who ever lived put more emphasis on the spirit on the soul, on the heart, on the mind, because, you know, if, if we got those things right, we're automatically going to going to form. We're going to have the value system and then we're going to we're going to live it out and we're going to experience that freedom. And, and so this, this to practically more practically break it down, spirit, soul and body, that this is what we're going to focus on in this series for the next three or four weeks is this is we're going to focus on spiritual, mental and physical health. That's your trifecta. That, that's your top three. I'm willing to believe that 
this year, if you would focus, if you would lean into your spiritual health, your, your mental health, and your physical health, and we're going to give you practical steps for all these things, that no matter what comes your way in 2021, you're going to be invincible. You're going to be invincible. That's your trifecta. That's your top three. It says this here in Genesis 2, verse 7, King James. I'm going to take you all old school. It says, <laughs> oh, my goodness, King James. I was, I was raised in the Lord on King James. Those doubts and shouts and nouts and these and thuses that confuse you. It's like, is thee you or me? Like, it's, anyway. It says this here, and the Lord, this is so powerful, the Lord God who formed man from the dust, this is when he created man from the dust of the ground, what do you think that is? That's the body, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, that's the spirit, and man became a living, someone finish that, soul. This is the, this is the beginning point. This is, this is who you are. So I, I want you to go ahead and write these things down. Here it is. Here it is. I live in this body. These are three truths about you. I live in this body. Your body is the vessel or the vehicle. So important. Paul calls it your temple. I live in this body. Here it is. You are not your body. You are not your body. This, this, this body is temporary. It's going to be resurrected, but for now. Number two, write this down. I have a spirit. I have a spirit. The spirit is the life source. It's, it's the life source. You see it. He breathed. That word breathe or breath is ruach in the Hebrew. And it essentially is translated to air. You have a spirit. It's your life source. If God was to say, you, you pass. And in the Old Testament, it says they gave up the ghost. When people gave up the ghost, it was when Abraham died, God, God said, he took his spirit, gave up the ghost. The soul went to be with God. And here it is. I am a soul. That's who you are. You live in that body. You have a spirit, but you are a soul. This is your unique identity. This is who you are. My kids just, how many people watched Soul, the movie? Yeah, my, my kids just watched it. I, I didn't have time to. I was quite busy this week, but I'm like, man, I wish I would have watched it before this message. I'm sure it was some similarities. And when you're a preacher, bro, everything is, is <laughs> you can preach about your mask and you can tie a verse and it's just everything is a, is a sermon when you're a preacher anyway. So, so. That's your unique identity. Here it is. I want to give you a few thoughts. The soul, this is so important. The soul is the seat of your thoughts, your emotions, and your desires. It's who you are. It's how you think. It's what you feel. And it's what you want. The soul, this is important. The soul lives forever. The soul lives forever. Jesus came and died for your soul. And, and, and so in the end times, when you come, when, you know, if Christ comes, say, say, say we pass away first, then Christ comes, our souls go to heaven. When he comes back, our souls will come back and meet our bodies wherever they are, 
be it in the ocean, in the grave, whether they're ashes or dust, our souls will meet our body and the spirit will come and it's going to bring that body back to life. And God is going to make this body, your body, perfect when Christ comes back. All right. And so it, this is important. The health of your soul determines the quality of your life. The health of your thinking, the health of your emotions, the, the health of your desires. If I can align my desires with God's desires, I'm going to be healthy. Is this okay so far? Yeah. All right. So here it is. We're going to go ahead and start teaching. All right. This message is entitled Good for the Soul. So we're going to start out with spiritual health today, the soul. This is important to realize. So because a lot of people don't understand the what's the difference between the spirit and the soul. OK, because you, you think you're a spirit, but you're not. That's God's spirit. You are a soul. Now, this is what makes the soul spiritual. The soul is immaterial, meaning that you can't touch it. So the soul is spiritual, but the soul is not your spirit. You, you, are, you are the soul. It's spiritual, but it's not your spirit. So we're going to start with spiritual health, okay? Number one, I want to give us three spiritual disciplines for a healthy soul. You ready? Yeah. All right, here it is. About 14 years ago, I committed to a lifestyle of, here it is, number one, fasting. I believe that if you would create some rhythms of fasting throughout the year, it's going to be great. A lot of people fast. People who know Christ, people who don't know Christ, it's, it's just great. All right? And so this is why we love January. New year, great time to hit the reset button. So every January as a church, we go on a 21-day fast. Then in August, we do a seven-day fast right before the fall kicks in. We always do it in these new seasons when people are getting settled because we, we, want, to, we want to start out strong spiritually. Okay? And so here it is. This is what fasting is. We'll define it. Fasting is denying physical food to draw closer to God. Fasting is disrupting the norm. I'm, I'm getting away from the burgers and, and the steaks and, and, and all these different, the, the French, you know, well, they're potatoes. Sometimes I... Sometimes I still sneak to McDonald's and get a potato. Don't judge me, Anissa. You know. I'm your pastor. Don't judge me. Uh-uh. That's the first time you ever said uh-uh to me. You growing up, huh? All y'all grow up. It's a shame. Y'all start out nice and cute. Then you, you know a little something. You get blessed and I ain't your pastor no more. I understand. I see you, Nisa. I thought, I thought we... So, so it's denying yourself physical food to draw closer to God. All right? And so I want to give you three different types because this is important. You're going to... What kind of fast am I going to do, especially if it's your first time? Number one is a complete fast, and that's water only. I don't advise that uh, all 21 days. Some people have done it. I think with any fast, you should ask your, your physician or your doctor. A complete fast. Number two is a Daniel fast, which is water, fruit, and vegetables. That's what uh, Pastor Kyra and myself, we're going to be doing a Daniel fast for 21 days. And then you have what's called a partial fast, which is time-based. So you may fast a complete or Daniel, 
but you're doing from sunup to sundown or 9 a.m. to 3 p.m.? You choose. James 4 verse 8 says this. It says, come close to God and God will come close to you. So, so as you're saying, Lord, I'm seeking you. I, I, I want to draw near to you. The Bible says that as you do that, the spirit of God comes close to you. And, and it's a real thing. It's a, it's a supernatural thing. It's a spiritual thing. As you seek to try to break addictions and, and habits and mindsets and mentalities, as you seek to go after God during a fast, God draws close to you and he brings his grace and he brings his strength to give you the power to overcome these things. And a few things happen when you fast. You're going to experience these things. Number one is increased clarity. I love fasting because it detoxes not just the body, but the mind, the soul, the mind. It detoxes the, the, the emotions. You go through some waves, but you, you, you get stable. You, you feel grounded. So you're going to have increased clarity. Number two, you're going to have increased discernment. You're going to hear God better. Your, your spirit's going to be more sensitive to, to, to spiritual things. Your convictions are going to be stronger. Like, ah, I don't think I should do that. So increased discernment. You're going to hear God better. Um, 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 you, you're going to sense the spirits prompting in your life. Go and talk to that person. Open that door. Um, go to bed a little earlier. Uh, uh, don't listen to that. Listen to this. Uh, pray. Uh, read your word. The, spirit, the spirit's leading is going to be there. Another thing is there's going to be, I love this. I love this about fasting. It increases your capacity to endure. Longer fasts increases your capacity to endure. And if I know the Lord, and if I know the enemy of your soul, there's going to be a battle. And so, yes, we've crossed over into a new year. But I want to be encouraging. But I think a part of encouragement is being honest. This year is going to be hard. I just think, I think 2020, prophetically speaking, I think 2020 was the beginning of some hard stuff. And this is why the Lord wants to set you at the top of the year and say, get this right. Because a lot of things are about to come at you. We're going to talk about a prayer journal here in about five minutes. I'm all for that. Uh, we were reflecting uh, January 1st. And, and we, we went to prayer journals way back to 2012. And we've seen how God has answered all those prayers. But, but, but in his answering, there's always been a tension or challenge, or heartache, or hard time. You may have believed him in 2012 for something in 2013, but that sucker didn't come until 2019. So, so fasting is going to increase your capacity to, 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 you can put your hands together for this. I know I'm teaching, but it's kind of a little preachy moment, to endure hard times. Before Jesus started his ministry, he fasted. And he was tempted of Satan for 40 days because he understood like, I got a big calling on my life. I got big dreams. I have a big purpose. I got a lot of people attached to me. I'm moving forward into something. I need to fast before I go into this to increase my capacity to endure the tough times. Okay? All right, and it says this here in Luke. Oh, well, here it is. Luke 4, verse 1 through 2. It says, then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led, oh, here it is, here it is, watch this. He was led by the Spirit 
in the wilderness. So the spirit led him <laughs> into what God knew was going to be a tough time. But it was to strengthen him, to, to strengthen his soul. And it says this here, where he was tempted by the devil 40 days, Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Here it is, though. This is the result of fasting. Then Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit. Someone finish that. Power. So, so I want you to create rhythms of fasting throughout the year. Why? Why? It's because fasting produces the power of God within you. The Greek word is dunamai. This is where we get our English word dynamite. When you fast, the result is power, strength. God's, God's here it is, Francie. God's supernatural strength coursing through your soul. That's what a fast does number two this is what i want you to do this is good for the soul engage the word of god y'all okay engage the word of god create this rhythm this year i'd even encourage you to go as far as saying every day get into the word every day it says this here and the devil said to him luke 4 3 through 4 if you are the son of god Command this stone to become bread. This is while he was fasting. You're going to be tempted in these next 21 days to break fast. But Jesus answered him saying, it is written, man shall not live by physical bread alone. Live, that word there in the Greek is zoe, Z-O-E. Man shall not live and it means thrive. The question now becomes, do you want to thrive in 2021? Not just survive. Surviving is different, Anthony. Surviving is... <gasps> Point number two. Engage. No, that's surviving. This is surviving. No, no, no. We want to... We want to... We... We... We want, we can, we, we want to thrive, thrive, thrive. October personally for me will be 15 years with the Lord Jesus. And, and I made a commitment day one because it wasn't a game when I came to Christ. Can't be a game. If you're going to make that decision, make the decision. Day one, I remember that first night came to Christ, cried like a baby on my way to the car. This is the thing. We forget when we got saved. We forget when he set us free. We forget when, when, when we gave our hearts to him and he made us cry and we felt that freedom and that peace and that forgiveness. We lose that passion that Pastor Child talked about. We, we forget, but it's going to be your responsibility this year to stay fresh. It's going to be your responsibility this year to stay sharp. It's going to be your responsibility this year to stay on fire. For the Come on, put your hands together for this. For the things of the Lord. I remember that night. I said, I just gave my soul to somebody. I got to get to know them. I stayed up to 2 a.m. in the Bible. Build your life on the word of God, not CNN, not Fox, 
not Instagram, not your broke uncle, not your bitter auntie, not, come on, y'all ain't with me this morning. On the word of God. Auntie, what you think? Oh, never mind. I forgot. I forgot what my pastor said. Let me go read my Bible. That's where you're going to thrive, on the word, on the word. Build my life on God's word. This is vital for my soul. I had to remind myself in studying this week, man, I haven't really been in the word like I should be. It's vital. So, so here it is. This is what we're going to do as a church. Here's the application portion. Typically, we would give out a booklet in-home booklet, 21-day devotional thoughts. But this year, this is what we're going to do together. So this is going to be so important, so, so, so encouraging. This year, we're going to read through the book of John starting tomorrow together for the next 21 days. We're, we're in it together. You can trust me. We're going to be at home reading with you. T- together. And, and every day on social media, we're going to post... Uh, a, a verse, a, just a pop-out verse. It may have not been your pop-out verse for the chapter, but we're, we're going we're gonna to read it together starting tomorrow. We're going to engage the Word. And this is what I want to encourage you to do. I want to encourage you to engage the Scripture. Here it is. Write this down. Engage the Word, number one, with faith. Amen. With faith. D- don't come at the Bible this year transactional. I just, well, I read it. Don't, don't do it. Engage it with faith. Believe it. Believe it, live it, and watch God move. Engage with faith. Number two, engage with conviction. Conviction. Allow the word of God to to reveal areas of your life to you that God wants to transform. Use it as a mirror. In Hebrews, it says that the word of God, it's alive. And it's useful for our correction and, and our discipline and, and, and for all good things for us. All good things. So when you come to the scripture, and you may read something in John 1. You, you may get off because some of you head starters, y'all get off quick. Y'all, it's supposed to be tomorrow, not today. Y'all, I'm going to read it tonight. I'm excited. So if you read something tonight, <laughs> and it's like, ooh, that hurt. Ooh, it's supposed to. Pastor man with the mic, listen, I don't like everything in the Bible. I don't always, in my flesh, agree with it. But what I've come to find out is is that I can't conform God's word to how I feel. I got to conform my feelings to the truth of God's word. So I want you to engage it with conviction because it's only going to make you better. If you read that thing and it's like, That brother got to go home at 9 p.m. Ah, that hurts. It's because God is trying to set you up for something, and it's good for your soul. And then I want you to hear it is meditate. Meditate. How, How do you meditate biblically? Here it is. You take a verse that sticks out. It can be one verse, one or two verses. You repeat that verse. And you commit it to memory. I want you to meditate this year. This is where your, your mind begins to be transformed. Remember, the soul is the seat, the seat of your thoughts. So it, honestly, it's spirit, soul, which is really mental health, 
in its body, which is the physical. But this is where your mind begins to be supernaturally transformed by truth and with supernatural instructions and principles from heaven. You don't need more money. You, you, don't need for the bank, you, you don't need the bank account to be in the black. It needs to be a little negative if you're struggling a little bit. Don't want you to stay there. You, you don't need your mom or your dad to apologize for not being there. You think you do. But that's the thing that's holding you in bondage. You don't need that. What you need is you need to saturate. You need to saturate your mind with what your creator has said about your life and about your situation and about your destiny and about you and about your future. You need to meditate. Lord, I've been praying for, I've been serving you for 10 years, praying for a husband. You don't need a husband. You don't need a wife. You need to be reminded of how much you're loved, of his plan, of his instructions. You need to meditate. That, that's how they used to meditate. And then you, you'll find yourself in the middle of a Thursday at work, annoyed. And, and, and you start thinking on a verse, and supernaturally that peace comes, that assurance comes that everything is going to be, be all right. It says this here in Romans 12, 1 through 2, CEV. Dear friends, I love the way Paul starts this here. God is good. I can, there it is. I'm stopping right there for a day. God is good. 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 Because there are so many different things out there that, that attacks that truth about who God is. And you just got to allow that to simmer. God is good. God is good. So I beg that you would, here it is, offer your bodies to him. This is kind of like fasting. To him as a living sacrifice, pure and pleasing, that's the sensible way to serve God. Don't be like people of this world. Here it is. But let God change the way you, someone finish that, think. Then you will know how to do everything that is good and pleasing to him. Allow God. Here it is. You want to win in 2021? It's going to be here. This is where the battle wages between the Holy Spirit and, and the enemy. The enemy, this is the thing. Satan has no power over you. Only the power of suggestion. So, so if you can fill your mind and your heart with truth, and if you can repeat that and memorize scripture throughout the day, there's nothing that Satan can do to your life. Allow your mind to be transformed. Why? Because the word of God, write this down, produces the perspective of God. All right? Number three, here it is. Last thing, last one. Good for the soul. Number three, prayer. Someone say prayer. There it is. Friday is date day. Car rides, breakfast, a walk. Hopefully, if she let me, I can buy a shirt. Man, I'm going to just tell you right now, they can buy everything. You can't buy nothing. That's right. Come on, Chrysia. My girl. You know it's true. 
And you just feel bad. We, we were going somewhere shopping the other day, and I mean, she's normally getting a few pieces, and she decided not to get some pieces. I grabbed me two sweaters. <laughs> you ain't go get nothing? I just felt bad about it. You know what I mean? So I just, anyway, I put my pieces back. But it was, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, babe. I just don't want anything. Like, no, you're binding my fun. What we do on date day is we communicate. We, we talk and we listen. And, and that's prayer. prayer. Prayer is communication. During these 21 days, slow your roll. Someone say that. Slow your roll. Sit at, this is why you say, sit down somewhere. I got to go here. I got to go there. I got to go this. Where's my phone? Where's it? Uh, slow it down. Sit down, get, get, get in a place of prayer. It says this here, Jesus, Matthew 6, 6. But when you pray, here, oh, I love it. Thank you, Christ. Go by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. What's Jesus saying? Slow it down, get in a room, and talk to God. I want to help you out because you think prayer should be King James. I don't know why when we pray, we change our voice. And we start to speak in a dialect that even God doesn't understand anymore. Dear Lord, thou art great in the earth. It's like when you go to, to work, do you talk to your boss like, dear boss, thou art great. God don't understand that no more. He's not there anymore. It's, I, I've just, it's just talking to him. It, 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 it's, it's, it's screaming, Lord, I, I need you. I need help. I need strength. I need faith, Lord. I'm, I'm praying for my grandma. I'm praying for my mom. I need a door to open. It's just talking to him. He's laying down in bed last night just talking to him like he's there. And so Jesus has given us a formula. Effective prayer happens when no one is around. Slow it down. Ask yourself, when are my prayer moments throughout this fast? I... I, I, I I, I urge you, I, I beg of you, five minutes a day. Just shut it down. Maybe I'll talk to you later. I'm going to pray. Just shut it down. Prayer. Prayer. Why? Because the best conversations happen in private. Can, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, because I did not write this down in my notes. Every single major decision of life must be preceded by prayer. It must be. Just, just personally speaking, before I pursue PK in marriage, I prayed. Right here across the street, Gaithersburg High School, I told Chris and Jason and, and, and Jaziel, I said, walk around Gaithersburg High School. I don't care what you do. I just need to be alone with God. We're on this trip. We, we were living in Florida. I'm trying to figure out, is this the city that God is calling us to start this church? I, I, I put them out, and I went top of the football field, and I prayed to God. I said, Lord, I, I sense it. I feel it. I, I just don't know, Lord. I'm, I'm crying out. Hundreds of dollars, hours, days. Is this the place? And the Holy Spirit said, this is the place. He said, this is the place. And I got in the car, and I said, we're moving here next year to start this church. It's a faith moment. But it came from prayer, 
prayer. But before we got into this building and we we're at Shady Grove Middle School, you, you, you were praying in November. It was prayer. It was prayer. We don't know if we should do it, blah, 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 blah. We didn't know COVID was coming. The Lord knew. And that's the thing about prayer. When you pray, you align yourself with God's future. trying to get us to understand this at least five minutes I love what Paul says to some of these churches I urge you y'all don't get it I urge you do this <laughs> it works it works at least five minutes I promise he'll talk to you and when he does write it down write it down because you're gonna you're gonna sit somewhere in, in your master bedroom you're gonna look back seven years from now you go we wrote that down and it happened because he was talking to you. He guided you. He led you. And it was during that fast in 2021. Every day. So, so, so this is what we're going to do because I got to get us out of here. Is, um, we're going to provide you with the trifecta, this, this card here. And on the back of it, we, we just have some, some handles, spiritual health, mental health, physical health. Honestly, this is the series outline, so you'll, you'll know my points next week for mental health. But, um, but I'm going to preach it. It's going to be better than here. Anyway, but, but this is what I want to encourage you to do with this prayer component is I want you to be here Monday through Saturday for morning prayer, if you can, at 7 a.m., Monday through Saturday. And when we, when we see this used to be the 7 a.m. prayer in person that we're going to do, and it's going to be provided on Zoom as well if you can't be here. It used to be 5.30 a.m. conference calls. Yeah, you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Now, y'all know y'all wasn't listening. Y'all be asleep. Put it on mute so we can't hear you snore. Amen. Bye. <laughs> I had you out of there at 6 a.m. We're good for it. But, but we're going we're gonna to cultivate a spirit of prayer, not just in you, but we need to do it in our church. I, I, I really feel, I know it's going to be a tough year, but I really feel that we're going to overcome together. Come on, we can put our hands together for that. It's going to be a great year. We're moving forward. And let me tell you, oh, I'm getting chills and I got on the stick sweater. Oh, Lord. Let me tell you, when the church comes together to pray, and that's sacrificial prayer. Getting up, it's cold. You're coming to church. You're yawning. It doesn't matter. Just get here. And, and you're going to walk around, and we're going to keep the doors open from a, from a COVID-concerned people. It's, it's a legitimate concern. The doors will be open. You'll be able to walk around the lobby. Jason's going to be anointed. He's going to be playing. And, 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 and we're going to have a song of worship, a short message from a point, chapter from John's, John each day, five or ten minutes. Then we're going to pray 30 minutes nonstop. We're just going to go after the Lord. And uh, you're going to grow. And I, I want to encourage you to get a, get a fasting prayer journal. Okay? Get a prayer journal. Write down your prayers this year. What do you believe in God for? I mean, be specific. We've done this every year now for eight years. This year, we are writing down reflections. And we're only praying for other people. 
we're not praying for us. We're in a season of intercession and we're going to reflect on everything that God has done. A few leaders asked me and Pastor Kyra not too long ago, they, they asked, they said, um, how can we serve better? What can we do better in the church? We were out to dinner. They're in this room right now. And, and my answer was just pretty straightforward. So I want you to pray for and watch over your spiritual, your mental, and your physical health. Because God is not worried about your output. You're great. You're gifted. You're going to be successful. But this year, he wants you to be focused on this and this. Philippians says this, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Those prayer journals are important. And thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. This is important, which exceeds anything we can understand. So prayer is going gonna, is gonna to give peace. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. This year, God wants to give you his power, his perspective, and his peace to overcome every obstacle in 2021. They're coming, but you're going to overcome them. Let's put our hands together for the word of God. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Now, if you, if you want to make a new start with Christ in this new year, I honestly believe that that's the greatest resolution that you can make. We said at Christmas that the greatest gift that you can give yourself and the people you love is a new start in Jesus. Just want to let you know that Christ... God the Father loves you so much. Today you can, you can give your life to him. We're going to pray this prayer together, if that be you. Let's bow our heads and let's pray a prayer of salvation and fresh start. Father, we love you. We thank you so very much for who you are. Father, we thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. Lord, I believe that you rose Christ from the grave. And Lord, I make him my Savior and my Lord. Fill me with your Spirit. Holy Spirit, guide my life. Lord, during this fast, Lord, transform my mind. And go before me. God, I love you. And I thank you for a fresh start. Thank you for a new year. Thank you that we're moving forward. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, church. Let's celebrate one more time. Happy New Year. Love you guys.